Hey everyone, welcome to Dear Warren Podcast, where we do backseat parenting. We share stories, principles, parables, and lessons and pass them down to my son Warren. But most importantly, we just try to have fun. You can reach us, contact us, let us know what you think, or ask questions at Dear Warren Podcast at Gmail, uh, and on Instagram, and on Facebook. This episode is our sixth installment of Warren's Announce Table. I'm joined by the wonderful Jessica as we attempt to cover this week's episode of NXT. We really didn't really do it, but we did go deep into our uh, um, previous time in Thailand back in 2010, I think. Uh, We also covered WWE's new venture into um, Facebook Watch as they attempt to cover uh, this new series they have called the Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, And we also go into uh, a bit of a discussion about intergender professional wrestling and much more. So let's get to it. Please enjoy Warren's announce table number six. This is the Dear Warren Podcast. And we are on. Welcome to Warren's Announce Table. How are you, hon? I am doing okay. Okay. As opposed <laughs> to me, where I just got back from uh, uh, my, my company's holiday party. So it's a thumbs up for me, as far as I'm feeling. And you, probably... I feel like dog food. The dog food can be very good, though. But I Hobbs loves when you get the dog food. You see him. But see, I, he goes nuts. But what happens when you look at dog food? What's that? When you look at dog food. Am know? I Hobbs or am I a human? You're a human. Am I a human who, who enjoys watching Hobbs go freak out with, with dog food? Dog food <laughs> particularly does not look attractive, nor does it look like it would You're taste You're just trying good. to hold, hold it all in this week, aren't you? I'm just, <sighs> I'm just bottling up all my sickness and, and trudging through the so week. So what are the symptoms? I just am nauseous and uh, I have a headache and I don't get headaches very often. I used to get headaches a lot and it turned out it was because of artificial sweetener. And, uh, artificial sweetener as in like aspartame, aspartame. Oh, with like diet sodas correct so how much diet soda do you used to have quite a bit I mean I feel like it was great this is now probably six to eight years ago but I would just have soda and, uh, and have you listened to Jackie's podcast uh, Jackie Rinaldi uh, not completely, but obviously uh, I know sugar is particularly terrible artifi- for you. Art- artificial sweeteners. Oh, I'm are, sure it's even worse. Uh, so I actually had migraines, ice pick migraines, which were pretty terrible for years. And uh, I had, we had went to Thailand in 2010. Yes. And I was so worried I had went to see a neurologist because I just, you know, ice pick migraines are basically sudden stabbing pains in your head that could last anywhere from a second to a couple of seconds. And I mean, some people, they last for minutes, but thank goodness that never happened to me. And in Thailand, there was no artifact. There was no like diet soda. Nope. So I even went to a neurologist like two days before we had left and was like, I'm traveling for 10 days. I don't know what to do. And I remember recalling that I did not have one headache while I was in Thailand. You actually did really good, too, with the food. I only got sick once, which apparently is, is really you did, good. You, you took all of the street food. I remember there was there was a gai chio, which is uh, kind of like an omelet, like a deep fried omelet over rice. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you pounded that. You even pounded basilisk, which is b- basilisk. Basilisk? I don't know. Uh, that really spicy fish dish. Yeah, we which did, we we did crab. Like, oh, my God. We did, we did sp- uh, spicy tom yum. Yeah, spicy tom yum. yum. You did, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, mall food court in Thailand, which was still light years beyond what we have here of, uh, what is it, Pad Thai? Yes. Right? I mean, oysters the, the in food it courts in malls in Thailand, people, like, people native to Thailand go there to eat dinner. Like, they're not... What you would think from a like a fast food court, they are full fledged, like respected eateries in in the city. And it was never like a, another thing you noticed too that I also uh, picked up on was that not a lot of people go to like a grocery to like get fresh ingredients and then cook at home. They mm-hmm. like just go out and they like pick up, you know, a dish here, a dish there, a dish here from all the street vendors all around. Then again, this is in Bangkok. This is in the city. Right. So, so I, I don't know how it appeals outside of the city, but in Bangkok, there seems to not be a supermarket culture that 
it's probably more cost efficient to go <coughs> to the various stalls. I remember in the morning, it's kind of like your expedition to get, and to your point, you come back with, you know, four different bags or five different bags of things from five different street vendors. Um, so the reason, you know, what I deduced from that trip was that I had not had access to artificial sweetener. And, and what happened was that you were pounding for, I, I would say for a good five days in a row, we went there for like, what, two weeks, mm-hmm. right? And for the first five days, you were just on it with, as far as like just eating all straight Thai food, you were yep. pounding it back. You're like, oh my God, this is actually really good. And then, and then what happened? There was one day where you were craving Western food, right? What yeah. was it? McDonald's? It was McDonald's. And I think what had happened is the soda had ice in it or it Ooh. didn't have ice or no, I, what happened is I think I, I was like, Oh no ice. But, I think it was a combination of, of McDonald's and like, it was like nut or butter or something. It was like some also like junk food, like candy. Yeah. I forgot what it was, but there's a picture of me from the trip, like happily drinking mm. the soda, which is yes. mixed with the native water, which mm-hmm. I guess in that moment I was like, Oh no ice. I'm good. But in reality I still had not bottled water. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, my cheesy grin. And then I was in a world of hurt for the next 24 hours. Yep. And you, and I think you, 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 you tossed your cookies. Oh, right? oh yeah. Um, it was one of those things that once you get past it, it's totally fine. And apparently, you know, it's expected, but, uh, I think in, if you travel to India, I don't know, they call it, I think Delhi belly because of Delhi in mm. India. It's like a joke when foreigners go to India that you're, you're probably going to end up having stomach issues at some point during your trip. Well, it depends, because a lot of them, they say, like, don't don't have any ice. I remember that, too, because uh, prior, I, I went to Thailand. We went to Thailand in 2010. I went to Thailand in either 2005 or 2007. I forgot what it was. But I remember uh, uh, my parents telling me, don't have, like, the ice. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the one time that I had, like, ice in my drink, or, or something, I had diarrhea the next day. And so it's kind of like, you know, you, you either stick to, as you said, like bottled water or, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I was also told by your parents to only stick to cooked food and not yes. uncooked food for mm. very similar reasons for sanitation purposes. I mean, our stomachs just aren't built to uphold the street food, cold food cart, like fruits and things, mm-hmm. and the hand washing practices on street vendors generally, even in New York City is they questionable. Used to do, I remember they used to do, uh, if you would get sodas in, in Thailand, this was even before uh, 2000, I remember growing up and then like the few times I went to uh, Thailand as like a, a preteen and they would sell sodas not in like cans, they would sell them in plastic bags you saw this I think, too i think they still do yeah plastic bags with ice in them mm-hmm. and then they put the, like the soda in there i i don't know why there's probably uh you know cheaper uh, maybe a, a che- uh you know an economic reason why the street vendors did that and i remember drinking one as a kid and of course as a kid like your your immune system was like top notch so right then again maybe i don't remember throwing up the next day or like having diarrhea the next day but yeah, that th- those are the type of vendors that you avoided, and I do remember that when we went there in 2010, mm-hmm. that, they, that those type of vendors were still around, and I was just like, "Oh no, don't do that! Just avoid <laughs> that ice." Right, and uh, I mean, I think even for the Thai coffee, where they make it in the street vendors, mm. where they use the carnation milk and mm. and coffee, which is delicious. But I remember condensed your, milk. Yes, your mom they told love me their coffee sweet. Right, and it is in car- like carnation, like baby carnation type cream cans if i remember correctly and i remember your mom saying that the one time she got sick um was that i guess they hadn't cleaned the cans as well as they should have or you know and then they pour anyway uh so the only other thailand story i want to share is do you remember the the what is it the skin care representative (laughs) all right so the thing with 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 thailand and a lot of Southeast Asian countries is that it's the opposite of us as far as the standards of, quote, like, high-class beauty when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, females. Where here, obviously, in, in the Western world, or at least in, in the U.S., it's if you have a tan, right? If you, uh, everyone goes tanning here because it's always seen as a sign of, like, status. That if you have a tan, that means you have time to go out on the beach mm-hmm. in order to work on that tan. Maybe and you then, have a boat. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and if you're pale, that means that, oh, you're working an office job 
or or something of of, of the sort. You don't so, go out. You don't go out you much. You don't go do out. You, you yeah. don't get out much. Versus in 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 out uh, in Southeast Asia, if you have a tan, it's it's seen the opposite. It's seen as more like lower status because that means like oh, you must be a farmer. Mm-hmm. You must be someone that works outdoors in a, like a manual labor job where it's much easier to get a tan. So they actually go the opposite where it's like higher status to have fair skin and the and the paler and the whiter it is it's seen as like oh you must be you know someone who does work in uh uh something more upscale or an or, actor or you or have a, you know help that will go out for you yes. that you don't have to go out and so a lot of their skincare products especially their lotions or their or their moisturizers a lot of them uh uh not they they on the packaging, I remember when we went when we went out to like Seven uh, Seven Elevens oh, were big there. We would go out to the drugstore, and they would all say, "Oh, moisturizer," but also at the same time, lightens your skin. Right. I think there was even as far as skin whitening clinics, yes. if I remember correctly, that it was very much about uh, everything had a, a whitening <laughs> impact to it. I think I remember needing to get lotion or something, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> I can't possibly get any lighter." <laughs> And, and and building upon that, I remember there was a representative of like a L'Oreal or whatever, some international the you Thai know, version the of the Thai version of that like high scale uh, you know makeup products, and she was in all like uh, uh, like a white you know business suit skirt mm-hmm. you know tight form fitting standing on the corner handing out f- flyers or samples I forgot what it was I think it was fly- it was like flyers it kind of was reminiscent of when you walk through the mall during the yes. holidays and like the little kiosk, but imagine that, um, on street corners on, or, on, on street corner or, or imagine, uh, when, when you go through the mall and, uh, in the perfume section and there's that one, uh, uh perfume sales person mm-hmm. just handing out little samples and, and as you walk by and like, ah, oh, no, and they want to like spray you like, no, 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 please don't, please don't. Yeah. But in any case, as you said, they're out on the corner and they're and they're and they're passing out these these little samples or these little flyers for their product, and it's in the middle of the day. This is at the height of the, they probably passed out like a hundred of them so far. So they're just and she was just in her groove, just handing them out, handing out. And then we get closer, and she's handing them out, handing them out. And you can describe what she did to you. So I'm walking by, and she reaches out, and so at this point. You know how they're probably been told no hundreds of times that day. So they kind of were just looking down, like passing out. She's not really looking at me. She's not really paying attention. She's just kind of going, you know, (laughs) you know, flyer number 999, flyer 1000, flyer 1001. And she goes to hand it to me, but she's not looking at me. But I can see out of the corner of her eye, I had short sleeves on. Mm -hmm. So she could see and I had shorts on. So she can see. And then she quickly retracts it. She looked up. And her eyes went like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, she she quickly retracted it and uh, kind of, you know, backpedaled and made sort of an apology motion. And uh, and it was, it was, I was there she for... She acknowledged you. Yeah. She actually I, acknowledged you. I was too light, apparently, for her product. <laughs> uh, and I was not her target market, therefore, and I guess... You, you, you were, you were the, uh, the, the... The, the model. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So it was it was quite funny. And I think in that moment, I didn't really understand. And then you had to explain it to me about you, like, in, in, that, in that moment, you didn't understand. But then you heard my dad and I like crack, like dying. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I stand out so much <laughs> in any Asian country, I oh, imagine. But especially there. I mean, I got freckles, too. It's oh. just uh, it's unique. And that standpoint, I mean, that wasn't the only situation Mm -hmm. where I feel sort of jilted about that trip (laughs) is that obviously in Thailand, people from Eastern, um, sorry, Western countries uh, are called Farang. Oh, go on. Which is kind of, you're a foreigner. And um, in some cases, in some other countries, you know, you're a foreigner, you know, maybe they'll just give you a little bit of shit or they'll just kind of, you know, not be as friendly to you. In Thailand, they just charge you more <laughs> for everything. Dude, people talk about like racism here or like, you know, some inherent rate. Dude, in Thailand, they are just racist as fuck. Going by our definition of what racism is. It, you, you go right ahead. Go ahead. It's, it's blatant 
And it's almost admirable in how blatant it is, meaning how upfront it is. They're just straight out. What, what, was, what, was, the ex- what, what was the example, as you said, with Farang and uh, what you saw? So, in a small case, obviously, to barter in, ah. with vendors is it's happening, but it's a really arduous process. And I, you know, if my father in law could get probably half of the price that I could get. And you could probably get someplace in the middle. I think, I think we should preface this by saying that everything in Thailand can be haggled. Whereas Anything like, on the street, though. You can't haggle in 7-Eleven. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, true. Not not in maybe like the, the corporate chains, mm-hmm. but pretty much anywhere else in, in Thailand. So, or any like mom and pop shops or anything that's not like, uh, like very well-known like corporate name. Right, probably any small business you can mm-hmm. barter and... So literally bartering, uh, why don't you go ahead? Because you are you were actually excited because you, you got to barter and succeed I, a I, few places. I did. So it's all about the language uh, acknowledgement that I think it, it would be anywhere, realistically. If you made an effort to, to talk in Thai, they automatically were more receptive to you because it was an easier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you would say, you know, Taurai, meaning how much. And then they would tell you, and I had a basic understanding of prices, or they had them posted. And then I would say, look, no demai, meaning can you lower the price a little bit? Or I would say, pang, which is expensive, pang oh, mak, which a, is very what a expensive. Beautiful, beautiful word. What a, we'll go get into that later. We still use that word. Yes. We don't want anyone to hear when we're complaining about the price of something, anything. Uh, so, you know, then that's how the bartering starts. And I only did one back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. I imagine you can kind of go. And, you know, start actually saying reasons and things and going back and forth and talk about the quality of the item that you're buying. I just was like, can you lower the price? And then generally they were like, sure. And then we found a price that was still probably, you know, I was still overcharged relative to a native person, but I accepted it and cut my losses and everything in Thailand. You still got to knock it down a little bit. Correct. And everything in Thailand, if you talked about the dollar versus the bot, I mean, the dollar is very strong, probably still, I know. One dollar for every thirty five baht or something like that. Right. So you would think um, a tchotchke, which we use last, you know, a little something, a little purse, a little doll. I mean, you're talking a dollar, maybe two dollars. So there's really, and I also had some weird tourist guilt about the fact that I'm here on vacation. Uh, I want to give money to the local Don't economy. Don't be guilty. They were, they're looking to get as much I out know. of you as possible. I know. Um, <clears throat> so that was one instance of that. Everything's bartering and I will always be charged more than you and you'll be always charged more than your dad based on age and the fact that you don't have a really great Thai accent because you... Oh, were- let me get into that. I specifically remember it. And, and I preface this by saying I speak three languages. I speak English, I speak bad English, and I speak bad Thai. <laughs> All right? So uh, going into, as Jess was saying, uh, we went into uh, kind of like a, like a mini mall where they had a bunch of clothing outlets. And I went into one and I wanted to get a pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. And so I started talking to him as, as well, too. And... Using the same expressions as you were, taurai, et cetera, et cetera, how much, oh, uh, can you lower the price? And they, she, she could take a, one look at me, uh-huh. and the way I addressed, the way that I was standing or moving, and especially the accent. And she goes, ah, putpasatai, my chat which literally means, hey, you're speaking Thai, but your accent is muddled and it's way off. And... And my my mom got involved at that point too, saying, "No, no, he's and obviously I'm translating for her. No, no, he's he's from Thailand. Look, he's Thai." <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And and she even no, he he doesn't speak it very very well. So not only racist as fuck towards uh, uh, Farang, but also racist as fuck to people who are Thai, but also born outside of the country. And so I still. Got a semi discount, but obviously nothing that that like my 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 parents would have gotten, or like a true quote native Thai person. And so. I think your dad even says so. Your dad is part Japanese as well. Yes. And a like an old school Thai person can still spot that he's part Japanese and yeah. still give him shit for it. Which but it I has find, to be really old school. Yeah, it has I, to be really old school. I would say like ninety percent of the time that they oh, he never passes, they yeah. never caught him on that. In fact, they they always. Um, uh, called him, oh, Lung, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Lung meaning uncle. Yes. Meaning that they always, that they, that's a sign of respect in, in, in Thailand. If, if they, if they call you uh, as far as a, uh, 
a male uncle. It's a, it's a, it's a sign of, oh, you're the elder. I, I totally understand. And that is, I think, a, an Eastern convention in terms of even Korea has it mm-hmm. where even Japan has it where the older you are, just by native of you being older, you do tend to get a certain sort of class level of respect holistically throughout the country. Now, I think the most blatant... Oh, here we go. Oh. <laughs> uh, Fronting, you know, discrimination. This is this is just pure. Like when people are like, oh, you know, I I think someone's being racist to me. Like here, go ahead and provide this example, and and this is just this will make people go go like if they, if they never knew this, it'd be like what really. Go so ahead. we had went to a what equates to in hindsight an alligator farm zoo. No, I I, I, I was thinking the uh, the temple. Did we well, go to? I was not allowed in, right? No, Did we, we, go? We, were, we were allowed in, but it's the same thing. No, you don't remember this? No, was I allowed in? No, Did you we, were allowed in. But remember the sign that they had. I think you're mixing up the, the alligator farm with the with the temple. But go on with your example. Well, the alligator farm was more so that uh, I think maybe we have to talk about the. It might be coming back to me. The farm, the alligator farm, was basically a zoo, mm-hmm. a questionable zoo in hindsight. But at the moment, we did not realize it. Um, and it was like $2 for you, $30 for me, or something insane. That farang was charged an exorbitant amount more. And even though I was with a group of, mm-hmm. I was the only one, they charged me like five, you know, a lot more. Okay. And no, no, that, that is another And your dad was arguing example. with them because yes. it was such a large discrepancy. Yes. And they yes. were like, mm, too bad. There was an, another example, which is, which is pretty much along the same lines. And this one was spelled out even further. I they we went to uh, the temple, and they literally had a sign spelled out in English as well too. That said, Thai. This line is for Thai. This Thai. This line is for non-Thai. <laughs> you don't remember that? And I just specifically remember having. Maybe this was when I went in two thousand five. I think that's what it was. We went to the temples, and they had a, two lines. One of them for native Thai, and and for everyone else. What does that sound like? What does that sound like in what in uh in our U.S. history? <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. And th- and this was as recent as 2005. Well, I'm sure it still and exists other, to this day, it, and it probably exists to this day. And the difference between it is is that non uh, Thai got to go to the temples, uh, and they had to pay. Mm-hmm. All native Thai didn't have to pay. So imagine that. Imagine coming to the United States and going to the, the, the Statue of Liberty and imagine dividing the, the two lines between U.S. citizens versus non-citizens and charging non-citizens. Now, Exact same thing. Now, to play devil's advocate there, mm. Museum of Natural History, Museum of Modern Art, all the basilic, like St. Peter, you know, all the big churches, they charge tourists. And they don't charge New Yorkers, like if you knew. So, for example, if you go to the Museum of Modern Art, mm-hmm. I think, or the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Uh, really? Yes. You do that? It's a suggested donation. So every time uh, you see well, in the well, city. No, no, no. It's a suggested donation. But this one, but this one was not even Right, but people don't know donation. that, right? So okay. they're banking on the ignorance of foreigners to generate the revenue. Now, granted, people would argue, well, that's okay, right? So the argument could be that, well... They should charge foreigners to upkeep the temple, and people that are Thai that go there every day should not have to pay. Mm-hmm. Now, I would maybe argue that the translation no, 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 of a no, sign. No, 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 no. I, I'm just going, you know. I know it's. The, I know you're trying to play devil's advocate, but you don't have to play devil's advocate because the devil is already there, and they're racist as fucking Thailand, oh. as I said. All In right. fact, it got to the point where I, uh, back in 2005, my dad was trying to get me to the native Thai. Uh, side and like I said, remember one of my three languages. I speak bad Thai. Yep. So I talked to the security guard, and he could totally tell that my accent was was off. And he just kind of rolled his eyes as I kept stumbling and bumbling in bad Thai to like say, "No, I'm I'm Thai. Right. Th- that's my dad. That's my mom. As you can see, I'm, I'm and, the, and and he was just like, fine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I put enough effort in. But it was, but it was still like where, where the guy like, all right, yeah, go, yeah, sure, go ahead, and you can tell in his tone, like, you know, this is, I'm giving you a gimme here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and it was all, just imagine that, just imagine coming here in U.S. that, uh, you know, your your English is is sucks, but like, I'm gonna let you in anyway. Versus quote, as you said, a suggested donation. This is no way a suggest. This was just pure. 
dude, you're Thai or you're not. Pay me or 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 get the fuck out. You know what right. I mean? I mean, wasn't there one time though where your dad told you to pretend you didn't speak, <laughs> like you couldn't speak? What's that? Didn't your dad tell you at one time like not to talk, like just don't? Oh, that was when um um he we went to a uh, oh I remember specifically where it was. It, it's called Pontip Plaza, which was the technological like sales place in uh, center in in all of thailand this is where you went if you wanted to get all the latest dvds kind of like a micro center for in the middle of a city that this has like, everything like remember, black market stuff. cop usa remember when cop usa used to be around yep or or this was like the best buy of 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 thailand but in like a multi-level mall etc etc but there was a lot of like vendors little independent vendors just imagine a bunch of like independent like uh food food trucks food stands but there's all like technology technology based you had video games you had dvds you had cameras etc etc and so they had one kiosk set up specifically for laptop laptop bags and i wanted one and so my dad says all right you want one okay sure as we walk in before about 10 feet before we get to the kiosk, he turns around and goes, Nyup, which is Thai for shut up. <laughs> he didn't want me to say a thing. And he went there. And I, the thing I can do really well is understand Thai. Mm-hmm. I, I, I speak it very badly, but I can understand a lot of it. And r- roughly the translation of what happened in the interaction was that... Uh, uh, the bag was originally twenty dollars in mm-hmm. U.S., mm-hmm. which is still an amazing, you know, bargain right. already. Yeah. Because you know how much laptop bags, you know, uh, went for. And then my dad said, "Ah, oh, it's too much. I'm gonna walk away." And he turns around and uh, starts walking away. And no, 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 Uncle, Uncle, come back, come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, all right, we can probably do it like for fifteen. And he goes, and he goes, "Are you insulting me? I'm. I live right. I live here." I've been th- I've been in Thailand for you know forty years plus etc cetera, etc cetera. and you insult me with that with that price and they're like oh we can't really drop it and he goes I'm walking away I'm walking away he turns around starts walking away this time a little farther and this time they're yelling no 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 uncle come back come back come back he he basically got it down from uh, the original what is it twenty dollars mm-hmm. basically down to less than ten I forgot what it was mm. and and they're and they were like okay yes oh, all right thank you and goes oh see all right here we go so. <laughs> So he pays the ten dollars, gets the bag, and then and then in Thai they go, uh, thank you. He turns around, and this is the best part. I can't believe he did this. He turns around and then responds back in English. Goes, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> and the look on their face was like, "What the fuck?" What? <laughs> and so I got a bag for uh, whatever less than less than ten dollars. And my dad was able to to haggle them down for more than fifty percent, which my dad pride, prides himself on. I'm being able to haggle in Thailand, but yeah, that's just you know he he looked like an old you know old school mm-hmm. native Thai guy, and he was able to talk him down. Right. It's 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 crazy, and I think I'm sure other countries have idiosyncrasies like that in terms of perception of foreigners versus natives as well as the ability to and barter blatant racism just re what well, going by you know the 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 definition that you see in the miriam webster dictionary at least here in the western world you know what i mean treating another race as if it's inferior to to yours what better way to do that than to than, than to say uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna separate you, and then you're you're also gonna have to pay, as opposed to this one where you're not gonna have to pay. Here's one where you you literally spelled out right in front of you. You pay more because you're not this race. You know, we're right. gonna treat you differently. In fact, it was I remember another case. This was when you and I were, went there, where uh, where where uh, our 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 parents took us out to go shopping at like some other place. I forgot what it was, but you wanted to go get something for your mom and dad to bring home, like some souvenirs. Mm-hmm. And I specifically remember the vendors. I could overhear them. Like I said, I can understand it pretty good. And they literally said, because they assumed that you didn't know, which you didn't, and they assumed that I didn't know, but I did. They said, uh, and I'm roughly, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing here. They said, oh, here come all the foreign kids coming to you know buy their souvenirs for their friends at home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They said it exactly like that. And so like, oh, here they come. Here come all the foreign. Pretty much like probably what like uh, salespeople in, in, in maybe in Times Square's 
Times Square are thinking. They're like, oh, well, here come all the foreigners coming to buy their, you know, little postcards or, or magnets or knickknacks to bring home to their, to their country, you know. But mm-hmm. the, but they're thinking that they don't say it out loud, you know, because well, we the, don't we're not you know there. I mean? We don't know that. But yeah, I mean, but the, but here in Thailand, they said it and I was right next to them. They well, assumed I, I, I didn't I didn't speak the language. Well, I think there's lots of there was a Reddit thread recently about that, about like what was the funniest situation where, you know, someone didn't realize you spoke the language and, and said something. I think potentially in Times Square, the difference being that so many people speak English like in you know, is their second language, mm-hmm. or, or so many countries, especially European countries, have English as a part of the curriculum, that it is almost chancier to say it out loud. So you don't. Yeah. Um, I would probably venture to guess, with the, you know, exception of people who have emigrated, um, that most people don't speak Thai, that are not in Thailand. Yes. So they, it's safer for them to say it because the Absolutely. chances of someone understanding it. That Thai looks is like, like one of the top, like hardest languages to to learn as well, too. That's why. Yeah, I mean, you have a double consonants and double vowels. And Swinging all. the vowels. Yeah. So, I I remember when I tried to to learn a, the littlest bit of Thai, how particularly difficult it was. I want to come back to the word pang, mm. as you said, and, and it's such a beautiful Thai word, pang, P-A-N-G. That's you know, uh, spelled out phonetically. Anyone can say it. Literally, just means expensive. The cool thing that we we discovered. Especially when hearing like uh, my parents use that word or other uh, native Thai people use that word is that it's it's a it's the type of word that just by hearing the way it's said in in enunciation in length and duration and with with a certain amount of emotion behind it, you can tell how expensive something mm-hmm. is. And we used to joke this way, too, when we would go out shopping back here out in the like when we go to the mall or we, something we still here in do the States, it. we still do it where uh you you would be sh- you would be browsing for something let's say a shirt and then like you would find it and your eye- and your eyes would get wide and i ask you like how much is it and you would go pang <laughs> for really expensive pang for like a little expensive yeah. but maybe it's doable but sometimes it'd just be like and especially depending where we are we didn't want people to overhear that we were basically saying like whatever we were looking at was too expensive we need to get out of the store right now yeah uh but but what a word it's a great word you could just the way you and just holding it out and i'm sure there's like u.s equivalents of like maybe not for something that's expensive but there's probably a I can't think of it right now, and probably people will, will let us know later on, but there's probably like a one-word expression in, in, in oh, uh, curses. Just like, oh, fuck. You know, like, yeah. when you say that, everyone knows, like, oh, man, whoa, what, what, how, how bad is it? And you go, fuck. <laughs> well, I think it's, it can even be for non-curse words, like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, oh, yeah. oh wow. Or, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, wow. There's yeah. different. And so, yeah. So that's an expression of, like, you know, disbelief. Here in, in Thailand, we use the word pang to, like, just how freaking expensive something can be. Mm-hmm. In any case, um, this is Warren's announce table. And we just did 30 minutes on Thailand. On Thailand. <laughs> I, I couldn't even begin to tell you what happened. I, I don't know what happened either. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. There's still more Fatal 4-Way uh, contender qualifiers. It looks like Alistair Black is going against Adam Cole, baby. But uh, the other uh, announcement that I uh, I sent you today that WWE was, and, uh, and this is for the general also, by the roster. Way, too slow when you said it to me. I already, I already knew. But oh, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Continue, please. Uh, no. No, you, you, you cut me off. Why don't you explain the announcement? So the announcement was that WWE is partnering with Facebook to produce a weekly show that is going to be broadcast on Facebook. What are they calling it? Facebook Play or Facebook Video? <sighs> Facebook's new, like it's kind of like Facebook Play. Live, but it's they're trying Focus, to focus Facebook. Fo- Facebook. Uh, is, uh, go on. Something yeah. that I think they're trying to rebrand live and and make it where it's tangential where you know there's that center button now and you can scroll through all the recommended videos anyway they are partnering with facebook to do what they're calling i guess a mix and match mix match mmc mix match championship or something where there are six teams from smackdown um multi-gender so man versus men 
and women partnering together in different tag teams, a mix mm-hmm. and match tag team. So each tag team has one man and one female. Uh, yeah. So one man and one woman. And there are six pairs from Raw and six pairs from SmackDown. And then they're going to broadcast, I think, every, I don't know what day it was, but it was at 10 p.m. Eastern. Kind of late, but. Tuesdays, I think. I think they're doing it the same time as uh, 205 Live. But mm. yeah, go ahead. Interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to see if the new channel will, will help at all. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's annoying because can't, we can't put it on the TVs, but I guess you'll have to just watch it on a device. Yep. Which is. But it's also showing a bit, again, how WWE really takes chances when it comes to different types of like uh, uh, new technology. Mm or new app, new applications where it's not just and 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 I have to read into a little more. I don't I'm not uh, sure how much you read into it Jess, but it it's it's a bit more of the the attraction to it is that through the live interaction that you can do through this Facebook view or Facebook watch or whatever <laughs> how, however they branded it is that you could interact you can actually uh uh decide who the who these teams that are paired mm-hmm. up are as well as who they go against something about like influencing the matches i forgot what it was but they're playing a lot with a bit of the live feature and it could be cool to kind of see i don't know i don't know how it can play into other forms of entertainment media because as we know with professional wrestling it is a quote it's a predetermined outcome but at the same time, it's kind of like, all right, it's it's almost like live improv action theater that mm-hmm. people are are somehow influencing the direction or or even though it is going to be a predetermined outcome, maybe they're they're allowing a little bit more power from the audience or the viewers or whomever interacting with it to decide that predetermined outcome. I think it's an interesting concept. I wonder how the platform will translate that interaction and you know i'm sure if anybody can do it facebook can i will be interested interested to see that piece of it i think you do have to be careful about giving too much control to an audience oh of course and it'll be interesting to see how they do it i did see that um uh yes yes man um I'm, daniel bryan daniel bryan sort of made a plea video saying that help you know help me decide who will be my mix and match teams so that'll be interesting Uh to see if it's is it a poll is it a comment count is it a hashtag on on comments is it you know there's many ways to go about it and there's many tracking tools that will um tell you you know what what won out i'd be really interested to see if they integrate it live for live feedback however from a logistic i think that's what their the the appeal of it is it's supposed to be something where like not only during there was something i forgot which feature it was but it's like during the actual matches which i don't know how they're going to do that maybe it's something where and and this is just pure speculation here at this point folks that 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 through whatever oh i would love to see um uh becky lynch use her armbar finisher right now and it could be like uh, uh you have enough votes or you have enough of that topic trending or whatever it is and then someone is uh monitoring Mm -hmm. that and feeding that and then feeding that to to the control room to to the ref who wears an earpiece you know what i mean so that could really that could be very interesting it could be really interesting if that's the level of uh granularity and control that quote the audience it worries me though absolutely it worries me it worries me because it feels very much like what we see in The Voice, what we see in Big Brother, but even more uh, real time in terms of those. Why does that worry you, though? I feel like ha- giving an audience too much control over outcomes. Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's looking towards the future, where we control the outcome of everything in terms of entertainment. What bothers me is that if you give people what they want too much. They 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 tune like it's not interesting anymore. Well, it could be a little bit of both, where it could be like they already have their predetermined outcome, but it's kind of like give them a little bit of of uh, throw them a bone here or there of reaching that predetermined outcome. But you know it what feels I mean? like we're exploiting their performance for it. It kind of feels sort of 
it's kind of like those I for, in Korea where I forget what they're called now, where people eat on like a live stream, and it's like they're you know they attract the fans. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. I don't know this. So there are, I mean, there's guys too, but there are pretty girls in Korea who will eat, you know, five pounds of whatever. Oh Jesus! Or you know, a pound or two of whatever, and you know, people give them money. It's kind of like a weird. Um, cam girl but for food style mm. interaction mm. and people give them money and they, you know they do things that their fan base wants them mm. to do so that's the part of me that kind of feels icky about the direction because if you give people too much control they do they want you to do they do really bad things now I'm sure it's not going to happen because they're only going to be able to probably say yes or no or pick one of these three things and you sort of you choke it we'd have we'd have to see but it again it's it's a <coughs> It's it's different when it comes down to like as you said all right eat these like foods as opposed to oh I would really like to see uh, let's say th- this match that's going on right now Alistair Black versus uh, Adam Cole baby so it, it could be more so of uh, let's say Alistair Black's uh, mo- yeah his signature taunt where he sits down cross legged you know it could be that. It's already going to be in the match. He usually does that signature taunt anyway, but it's more so of like, oh, this signature taunt will come a little sooner rather than later. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I think as much as, 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 you know, quote, control will be given to the audience, it's more so for them to like really like try to like, oh, I really hope that so-and-so does this move, et cetera, et cetera. And, and there's still going to be the, an ex. Uh, uh, there's still always going to be like a final thing where like no we're not going to do that not right now you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't think it's going to be that that and, and gonna, i'm just you're not going to give them that much control yeah. no i yeah. know but i think conceptually i worry about the that direction long term well we'll see what they're attempting to do with it i i one of the things that uh outside of the vein of oh they're using this uh you know facebook we gotta um, yeah. look it up. I mean, I don't, I don't know have what my it phone is. on me, do you? No, I don't have it on me either. But whatever this new Facebook uh, app is, um, they're looking to do, uh, you know, capitalizing off of that. And then the other thing, as as uh, we said, that this is the MMC, which is uh, what is it? Mixed Match Championship. Mm-hmm. That's something that's interesting, where they want people to, <coughs> excuse me, pair up the uh women wrestlers with the male wrestlers and it's it's it opens up another level of quote creativity because usually those worlds never you know interact with each other Mm -hmm. so now you have a combination of characters where uh i think one of the top comments that i I read uh, about it was that if 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 there's a team of braun Strowman and oscar Everyone rest in pe- everyone else rest in peace. You know what I mean. So right. it's kind of like combining the two quote most overpowered uh, uh, people on the roster. Mm-hmm. Or what happens if you take someone like these just weird combinations that you don't think will ever work? Like uh, let's say an Enzo, right? Where, where he can't and like, rest- a sh- and like a Charlotte or something. Exactly. There you go. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's 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 another move forward in in the sense of of. Uh, okay, there's a lot of interesting combinations that can happen. And also at the same time of, hey, instead of just having guys and guys and it's just their world and then women just in their world, what happens if you put them all together? It definitely opens up uh, dynamics that you don't usually see, which inevitably just makes it more interesting to watch. And I think by having tag teams of mixed genders, you do actually give the opportunity for intergender battle mm-hmm. which i think now they'll are, now tread are, on very lightly yeah, if they now are at we all. actually going to see like if they tag and you know with tag teams if they tag in a woman and then they also tag in a guy on the opposing side are we going to see the guy go against the woman that i don't think we're it, it's it's going to get to that point yet i think they'll, i think they'll tease that they'll probably tease it in the past they've made a stipulation where if you tag one woman in, you have to tag the other woman in yes it'll be interesting to see if they keep that stipulation Mm -hmm. here and i would say if wwe plays it safe and especially since this is a facebook launch of something i i would bank money that they're 
going to keep that type of stipulation. I think because the issue is not necessarily so much the intergender. For example, if you had an Enzo versus a Charlotte, yeah, they might be able to go for a little bit and it'd mm-hmm. be okay. What you run the risk of, however, is let's say by accident Charlotte got cut. Yes. Or she took a bump the wrong way and she broke her nose. Mm-hmm. Then it, it makes it immediately look bad. Yep. And so that's, you know, that's the risk that you would take in terms of if something went wrong, because at the end of the day, it's kind of how we feel about um, intergender MMA or intergender jujitsu matches where that, that's, tr- that's true. But at the same time, that is not a, uh, not sports entertainment. Right. I mean, that's a real, that, that's real. So exactly. That, that is- <coughs> so when it comes to professional wrestling, uh, intergender matchups have already happened. I remember specifically in, uh, in another uh, wrestling federation, uh, PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, they've had, uh, what's her face? We've, we've seen her on the Mae Young Classic, the, the, the blonde one, Johnny Gargano's wife. Uh, not Lana Del Rey, no. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, not Del Rey. Oh, totally drawing a blank right now. Yes, I know. I know who you're talking about. And, and Lucha Underground also had an intergender yes. match or two. Yes, yes, they had inter, inter, uh, sexy star versus uh, the uh, a male wrestler. Yep. as well as well too. And she lost, and it was it was an interesting match for Candace, sure. Candice, what? Candice. Oh, is, is it, it Candice LeRae? Candice LeRae, yeah. LeRae Del Rey. And and uh, she went against. She was tagged. <coughs> I forgot his name. Nick, oh, I forgot his name, and uh, but essentially what what happened was that she, uh, she was in a tag team. It was her and another guy versus two guys, the Young Bucks, and they had a spot where where the Young Bucks their uh, thing is super kicks, mm. and so uh, the the guy uh, had a wrestling boot where the bottom was thumbtacks, mm. and he put it on and he super kicked Can- Candice in the face, and exactly as you were saying, lacerated, bleeding all over the place and it's kind of like you know uh, if if you hear this like without any context you're like oh my god that's barbaric like why would you but in context like she hung in there with 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 the guys like this was in the storyline this was like quote the heel move it's kind of like uh in in in, uh that netflix series uh uh, jessica jones where she's getting the crap kicked out of her Mm -hmm. by uh kilgrave that's it's akin to that it's akin to you know the 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 villain who happens to be a male destroying the 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 superhero who happens to be a female Mm -hmm. so yeah and i think from a wwe brand perspective i think the risks are also that you know all it takes is for someone to say it glorifies violence against women Mm -hmm. and then it's like ah like does it i don't know can it sure yeah. like and then, no, you, and then you get into a really weird place where from a, a hardcore fan perspective we don't we maybe don't see the gender as much because we mm-hmm. see them as wrestlers yes um but for someone on the outside looking in it looks terrible for yep. everybody and absolutely they don't, and there's they don't understand and i'm not even saying if they did understand if it would make it any better or not so it will be interesting to see i think they'll tease it yep to your point i don't think that they'll go yeah, I, 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 I'm predicting just as, as I think you also, you brought up the, the stipulation, but, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm predicting that that stipulation gets uh, upheld where it, it's a tag team, male-female versus male-female, and that whenever a male gets tagged in, the other male, uh, the opposing male automatically has to come in to confront them. And, I and think, vice versa with the women as and well, And I think too. there will be some interesting spots <coughs> where the changeover, you get, what, five seconds to change over? Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to see some intergender power moves during that, that, Maybe, yeah. that swap. You, you could see the, the on one team, the male and, and, and the female double uh, teaming with some, as you said, like uh, uh, tag team moves yes. against the one uh, male. Right. And I think in some cases, you know, they might go as far as to let a female get a shot in, in those transition periods yes. mm-hmm. because that would be deemed acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think there are certain pairings that are less risky than others in terms of if you were to have brief, yep. uh, you know. you Yes. I, I would say uh, an example of that would be someone like a Nia Jax mm-hmm. who is at, at least, you know, uh, well over 250. Like uh, uh, I don't know if she's that big. I, no, not two fifty. No, I don't 200? think so. Yeah, two hundred versus an Enzo. Right. You know, 
like so, an over opposing woman an over fierce, uh, uh, opposing yeah a fierce woman beating sl- the crap out of like one of the scrawny male male slime. like yeah, slimy you, slash like heel that, guys like, little, like they will play that, yeah. that. and yep. that's a little cheap to be fair it's for cheap audience laughs mm-hmm, potentially too mm-hmm. and i don't necessarily know that it moves anything forward but it would be interesting to see i i absolutely agree that it <coughs> There's very little chance that it, quote, as you said, moves anything forward. But I would say it's a much safer bet than, let's say, a Braun Strowman uh, using his power slam on a Becky Lynch. Oh, How about that? Yes. You know? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I would agree wholeheartedly there. But, yeah, it would be very interesting to see what goes forward with this um, uh, mixed match championship series. And... Uh, in other WWE news as well, too, as you reported to me that one of the more famous Hall of Fame wrestlers, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, what happened? He got his Hollywood star today. Can you, would you have imagined that, like, just years ago? I don't think he would have imagined it. I don't think anybody could have known. He is The Rock. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking, dropping the people's elbow, you know? I mean, talk about uh, skyrocketing to legitimate, enter- like not the saying that WWE is not legitimate. I just mean making that transition from WWE to Hollywood, which I feel that quite a few wrestlers have tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Hulk Hogan Hulk was Hogan mildly was successful. Yep. Um, and, you know, The Miz going from the opposite in terms of reality TV. Yeah, this is I'm interesting. The Miz no, as, not yeah. in the same caliber. Just saying in terms of a transition from a different industry to WWE or out of it. I don't think anybody would have thought that he would have do so well. And he's he's phenomenal. He has 97 million followers on Instagram, I checked. Jeez. What is that in the background? Is that a truck? It sounds like it an sounds airplane like a, or a truck. I don't know. It's been going on for, for, for the past minute or, or two. In any case, we apologize for whatever It's, not, it's background. not a Monday, so it's not our generator, which yeah. I have not set, reset the time for, <laughs> so it keeps going earlier and earlier. Oh, I, I just heard like a like a brake release. Yeah, it's 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 some type of truck. Probably what UPS or FedEx delivering all the holiday gifts. Mm-hmm. I, they rang our bell today like three times. I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm just apologizing in case they, they hear a bit of background noise. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was talking about. No, okay, so yeah, so I don't think anybody would have imagined he would be sort of one of the bigger, biggest blockbuster stars, mm-hmm. social media man of the year. I mean, he's supposedly the most famous celebrity on social media across the globe. And pretty much <clears throat> every other morning when I come downstairs uh, um, and, and you're feeding Warren and you're usually playing a song, I would say a good, maybe like 20% of the time is that Moana song. Yes. Right? Uh, how did. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what, what it's it? called. Uh, You're welcome, I think it's yeah, called. Uh, how does the chorus go? So the sun, this, uh, the sky. Hey, you gotta say, da, 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 you're welcome. Yeah. Da, da, da. It's like a very Polynesian. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the rock singing it. Yes. So uh, I really like, I like songs with a lot of words. That song has a lot of words in it. So uh, the Moana soundtrack is awesome as well. If you want some very um, setting a time and place and environment type music, I tend to Obviously, it's Disney, so I want my son to listen to it in terms of I know it's safe and vanilla uh, compared to, you know, all the other music I want him to listen to. Uh, like but what? That's I, not vanilla. Pink Floyd, ACD. I mean, I put all these shirts on him and daycare kind of was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry. He doesn't listen to it. It's just for me <laughs> to feel good about myself. Uh, but I do play Queen for him. I love playing Queen, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yep. Uh, oh, what's the one about the ain't no no stopping no stopping me? I think uh, so. I like the big episodic. So when he was younger, when he didn't really you know couldn't push himself out of my arms, we used to like you know he used to think Bohemian Rhapsody was like the funniest thing mm-hmm. because you know there's so many changes and tempo and well that's because of the way you sang it too. of course because I'm ridiculous and, and, and you, and you wave your wave your hands and arms around. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to do a whole, you know, karaoke mm-hmm. reenactment of a song like that or Paradise by a Dashboard Light minus the middle part. You know, there's a lot to, to be done there. Uh, so I do. So basically, I do like enjoy the Disney songs because they tend to, um, you know, they just they're kind of musicals yep. to me. I like Broadway musicals. So it's kind of like a hybrid of music and musicals. And it's the thing about the rock, too. <laughs> Is there was a streak, but this was back when like WWF and still in the Monday Night Wars going against WCW. That's a whole thing people can can look up. But there was a streak where after The Rock like uh, um, started becoming like one of the top two guys next to Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. 
the promos that The Rock would do. There's there's something to be said of like a promo where if you do one every week, you would think like maybe, you know, 50% of them will be like, quote, like, um, 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 all right. Right. And like only 10% of them would be like on fire. Like, holy shit. Like, this is amazing. And, and they had the crowd just eating out of the palm of their hand. There was a period of like a year plus where the rock every single week was just on fire on the mic. Mm. Every, and, and there's a, <coughs> excuse me, there's like a YouTube compilation of all of his promos for like uh, in, in, in a year's worth. And I highly suggest people just looking up rock promo compilations and just hearing what he did combination with like the audience reaction and the audience interaction and as and he was quote uh uh one of those prototypes of where he started the um along with stone cold steve austin being the cool heel Mm -hmm. in other words the cool anti-hero in other words uh the where it was actually cool to kind of like be the bad guy but in like a cool way versus like the bad guy where everyone wanted to boo them where this was like, oh, he's so good as a bad guy or 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 a smart ass or an entertainer that you can't help but cheer them. Which was tough because because his lines were very like Muhammad Ali-esque mm. in the sense of when he would go against like another opponent, he would trash them. Hilariously trash them. But at the same time, it's kind of like um, um, if you do that, then you just tear down that person. And then like, you know, the, the best case scenario is when both people can be kind of like moved up, they both kind of gain something as opposed to like the rock just trashing them the entire time and the audience laughing at the, the opponent. Yeah. But who cares? Right. I mean, he, he didn't at, care. At that time, yeah. At that time he, he didn't care. But and then it's interesting to see his later promos where, where he kind of realized that and he was still entertaining and he was still making the crowd crack up, but also at the same time giving the other opponent, like kind of like they're giving them a bit of like, all right, yeah, you're, you're dangerous. You're a threat. You know, mm. I know I'm going into a battle here, but at the same time, I'm still going to make, make fun of you and, you know, uh, 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 take this, uh, my boot, shine it up real nice, turn it sideways and shut it, shove it straight up your Rudy Pooh candy ass. Right. Or, you and, know, his tagline. And I think also too, just looking at those promos, you could see that he had whatever that it factor was and, oh, absolutely. and he was able to translate it into, um, just the entertainment industry as, as, as a whole. I don't know what his, his first roles were, but I mean... His but. first breakout was when uh, Saturday Night Live wanted him to... Uh, uh, what is it? Host? Guest host, Guest I host, think. yeah. Yeah. Watch the first Saturday Night Live where he guessed. He knocked it out of the park. Mm. He knocked it out of the park. He, he, he played that... Uh, 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 he was on Ladies Man. He was... Uh, uh, he played across uh, Chris Kattan, uh, the little guy. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I think it's Chris Kattan, and mm-hmm. he was like a like his bigger brother, as far as like a uh, uh, a caveman yes. big brother. With oh, the apples, he, yes. Yep. I forget what they were yep. called, but and it's interesting too. We talked about animated Disney movies like Moana, mm-hmm. and John Cena. I think would probably be the next person you could argue is starting to to do. I mean, he had the Amy Schumer <coughs> movie, and he's he's now the voice of, I guess there's a new Disney movie, or maybe it's Pixar, coming out called Ferdinand. Yeah. And he is the voice of Ferdinand, which mm. is a bull. Um, so he's doing he a lot He has of, his own interesting, like, comedic timing. Mm. John Cena has, has his own. It's not as in-your-face and as, as crazy as uh, uh, The Rock, but he's, he's finding his niche. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's also his personality. He admits that he's kind of like, if, if you if you look at his like personal Instagram or you like follow his kind of like his, he he's he's it's a kind of weird guy. Yeah, he's kind of like a weird, exactly. So it doesn't translate as much as like you know where the Rock, where like he just goes toe to toe with Kevin uh, Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. And they're all interacting and just like cracking up, and he's always on the big screen. He's playing the big action star and, and, and can take that role, you know. Mm. <coughs> yeah so he got his start today and uh congrats to him for sure and stephanie mcmahon put out that you know we integrated you into the hall of fame and now it's mm-hmm. so great to see you do be kind of in the hall of fame for larger entertainment as a whole 
But that is the story of the rock. If you smell it, he's cooking. I can't do. I can't do this. <laughs> and you, I'm pretty sure you can't do it right now Not, too. No. But mm. I will say that you did do an hour, which well, is how? really awesome of you, especially the the. I remember coming home and I was like, let's do it. Let's do the midweek podcast. And you're just like, oh, you're on the couch now too. Yeah. You're on the couch and you had the blanket over you. You were about to go into parakeet mode. Like, <laughs> no. I think I might've said, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, but I'm happy I did. Yes. And I'm glad. And everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone is, is, is glad you did as well. And I'm glad that you did too. And with that, I want to thank you for joining us for the midweek podcast thanking you hun you're oh you're, you're <laughs> most welcome and also thanking all the listeners as well too and we will talk to you next time thanks hun see you guys and that is it folks warren's announce table number six done we hope you enjoyed it you can get in touch with us at dear warren podcast at gmail instagram and on facebook thanks for listening and all the support we love you all and we will see you next time